This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. And this is Drinking with Blairds. Your source for your pop culture, your politics, all things nerdy and the petty. And we want to thank you all for joining us for another episode. And thank you for all your comments, your likes, your subscribes. And please continue to share us and follow us on our social media. Um, yeah. But how's everything going, Shannon? Oh, it's been going good. Um, yesterday I went to this um, Colombian restaurant and... Like, I really, I didn't have a bad experience, but like, it was definitely a language barrier because it was in Elizabeth. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Hispanic and Mm -hmm. Latino people over there. And like, I just, I enjoyed the food. I Mm -hmm. really did. It was just like, okay, well, I even put a little tip because like, I saw that the jar was empty. I'm like, all right, let me put like two dollars in there. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, it was like a little small place. And, like, the food was different. It was different. Like, I wouldn't think to put, like, that combination of food mm-hmm. together. It was um, cordon blue, rice, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> rice, um, a side salad, and a soup. And the soup was um, lentil and um, beef. Oh. And that was, like, really good. I had the, the soup for lunch. Oh, that's good. It was, like, a lot of food. Oh, and plantain. Sweet plantain. So I guess if you haven't realized, well, what we're going to be talking about today is like about certain black stereotypes. <laughs> so I think this tipping thing is like a great segue because mm-hmm. I'm sure as a black person, there's, if you're a black person and you listen to this, you have been struck with the dilemma of should I tip or should I not if you have terrible service? Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, if you have terrible service and you don't tip, you're like reconfirming in the person's mind that see they don't tip this is why they get bad service mm-hmm. blah 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 and if you do get bad service and you do tip it's like but you did a terrible job and I'm I worked hard for this money and I'm giving it to you so I've had experiences like you where where I've actually been at a sit down restaurant and it was like great service they were nice to me and everything and I give a good tip mm-hmm. I have some other experiences like one time I was with at lunch with a friend and I had a train to catch and like I don't give too many details about where it was, but they had their regular customers, so they served them, but they took, like, they after they already served the people, they took so long to bring us our food and get our order. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was getting anxious because I really had a meeting to get to in the city. Um, so when the bill came, and this is like, I, I have no regrets. When the bill came, it was like literally 1920 or 1980. And I just threw down a $20 bill and I said, we have to go to my friend because <laughs> she was dropping me off. And some people are like, oh, Kamali, why would you do that? That's so mean. You have to tip. We work so hard. I'm like, I, I mean, work hard too. I mean, look, it, I tip regardless, but you still have to provide, like, at least a good service mm-hmm. or, like, make sure, like, check up on me. Make sure that my food is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just order, like, take my order, leave, drop the food, and just not bother with me ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, until you I'm still, yeah, until I'm ready to pay. Yeah. Like, at least make sure I'm all right. <laughs> right. And I guess, in terms of talking about stereotypes, that's, like, one of the most common ones in terms of, like, everyday-to-day experiences. Mm-hmm. I think another thing, this is really interesting, that some black people get suspicious about is, like, or, like, get angsty about is about eating certain types of food in front of white people. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you like fried chicken or if you like watermelon and you like some people are really self-conscious about eating that because it's like oh my gosh white people are watching mm-hmm. and I said this on Facebook last year I love watermelon and I don't care about the white gays you know what I 
I will eat it because it is I, good and it's good for you. At first, and, I didn't like watermelon, really? and now I'm like really eating. I'm like, oh my god, like it is really hitting the spot. It is like it's <laughs> nutritious. It it keeps you hydrated. It's like perfect. It's and good. but because of the history of how watermelon has been like used for like caricatures of Sambo and like all these like derogatory racist images. Mm-hmm. Like, some black people are just super self-conscious and, like, they will, like, eat fried chicken in there. Like, close the doors and close the blinds and eat fried chicken. If you like it, eat it. It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, some of these stereotypes kind of are self-fulfilling. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Some of these stereotypes of you putting so much emphasis on how other people view you. And it's, like, part of what it, it took because if you saw, like, a little doll and it had, like, the a face that didn't look like Cuban... Mm-hmm. And it was like eating watermelon. You wouldn't want to be like that, right? So you would sacrifice something that you may have liked, yeah, to try to be different. So, but that's at the end of the day, that's where you have to start being yourself. Because mm-hmm. like, if I like fried chicken, then I I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even be bothered with what someone is gonna mm-hmm. think because it's like, okay, what can I say about white person eat with string bean casserole <laughs> and like <laughs> mayo sandwiches? Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't even care what they eat. Kale. It just. <laughs> <laughs> Although kale chips are good. I hate kale. I never had kale chips. My father had a kale face. Like, I don't know if they were having like a sale on Shopify for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but he literally had like kale in the house every day. And it was ridiculous and painful. <laughs> and it probably because, was cheap because my dad be doing that same Dang. And I don't know, man, he has friends at Shopper too. He like been able like for a, like a month straight. He almost had like kale every week. Oh my god. And like the thing about kale that is not like Kalalu or if you don't know, Kalalu is the one from the Caribbean. Which mm. is sweeter and the best one. It's smoother. It's good. Collard greens is like more familiar. It's a little stockier. Yeah. Um, but kale is like the devil. Mm-hmm. Because it's bitter. And since it's so bitter, it makes it hard to eat. But kale chips are good. Ooh, side note. I found out that if you go, like, I guess some places do it, but, like, a place like ShopRite, mm-hmm. if your stuff rang up the wrong price, you could get that item for free. What? Yes. So I need to start, like, looking for prices. So how do you know? Like, do you have to, like, look for tattoo stickers? Well, you get your item. You have... You see that, okay, the item was $3. Mm-hmm. You have that in mind. Like, okay, I'm paying $3, maybe three fifty, including tax. You go up to the register, it brings up 5 $6. I'm like, okay, this is the wrong price. You let them know, like, hey, this is not what it says mm-hmm. on the, you know, the tag. And just let them know, like, hey, like, this is the wrong price. Like, I'm supposed to get that item for free. That's actually pretty good. And it actually, like, connects to this other point about, like, because black people are such big spenders. Right. Like, don't save. But, like, the thing is, we go through so much trouble to even get an item. We just get it. Like, we don't even, like, question, like, okay, this is the right price. Especially if you've been, like, set on it. It was something, like, you were like, okay, I'm going to get this. Yeah, but me, like, if I see something that rang up the wrong price, I don't even want the shit no more. Like, keep it. But then sometimes they're like, man, they have to call from the manager. And they they so, do have to call from the manager. And it's just such a hassle. Yeah, I mean, that's if you want something for free. You save your little money, your little coins. Okay, now I've got to be on the lookout. I always look out, though. 
<laughs> but that's just a side note. <laughs> like I'm looking at like store policies and things now. I'm like, oh, for real, we could do that. Oh, you, you, okay, Miss Sleuth. Like, Sleuth. well, I learned that from someone at work because she'd done it before, and like, she learned that from another coworker who'd done it before. Oh, so really? I'm like, well, this is the thing to do. I can but get like, free shit. Is that Shoprite or is that other places too? Um, is that other places? I guess it depends on where. I'm thinking more like food places, like, you know, like yeah. supermarkets would probably do it. I don't think any places like clothing stores. Sadly. Sadly. Oh, but what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about stairs. Yeah, like we just, it was just a side note, a mean side note. But it's just important. had to put that so out if there. If you all are listening and you... You need to look into your store policies and see if you can get that item free because we mm. need to save some money. Cause... You could double up on coupons. Right. And then I'm like, this oh, is how they be. Like some of those people that be couponing, they be like, get money back. Yes. How the fuck they owe you? I don't know. <laughs> they just, they like get their coupon books and like combine different coupons to mm. get different things. It's like ridiculous. Like I never did it, but still. I mean, I used to coupon a little bit, but not to that crazy extreme. It's just like, oh, like, Oh, I use this item. Let me just use the coupon, kind of thing. <laughs> I have never used a coupon. I mean, well, like if I go shop for clothes, I'm gonna find some type of. Oh yeah, fifteen percent off. Actually, I have. Never mind. That does that count for coupons anymore? Because um, I think of like coupons as the things like the Walgreens papers. Maybe <laughs> used to get on Sunday. Like, yeah. Or like getting like the little book. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. Twenty percent off soap. Uh, but I think that even with our topic of like stereotypes there's this whole thing about I mean think about it like this like even if we go to like a supermarket Mm -hmm. or like a convenience store who are they looking at Mm -hmm. right (laughs) no yeah because like the whole following the store thing is so frustrating when I was at college there was a Walgreens that was built like my junior or, or like the beginning of my senior year and for one I never really went to Madison because Madison. Um, I remember one time I had to advertise an event for the residence life office. And I had to walk into our Irish pub to talk to the manager. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in there, everyone turned around and looked at me. And I just felt so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hated going into town. But then, like, Walgreens. And you need to get stuff. So I walked in there one time. And then this old white woman is, like, standing down there. And, like, she looks terrified. What do you need? And I'm like, I'm here to get something. Bought for shopping. Another time, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like so angry. I'm like, I'm here to get some soap. Pointing, mm-hmm. and like part of me is like, do I walk out and leave right now, mm-hmm. or do I like stay and actually buy the item? Because mm-hmm. if I walk out and leave, it's kind of like, oh, see, I caught him. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But staying and like buying, I'm like, see, I had the money. So or imagine now. See now, think of this. So think of this now. Imagine you want to go buy the item, mm-hmm. and the thing rings off the wrong price. Now they're like, oh boy, here's this black person trying to get something for free. That's so true, too. <laughs> they're like, oh, whatever. And then, like, I was like, I, it's your policy. It's your policy. Like, it rang up wrong. I'm supposed to get that for free. And they might try to fight you down, like, okay. Because they don't want to do it. Because they don't want to do it for a black person. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's so true, though. Mm-hmm. Because. Even when I think about that incident, I could have technically walked out right. and like not had to deal with it. But like the fact that I stayed and bought it was like, no, I got the money. 
And yeah, this is like, how do you like react in those kind of situations? Like, you, it's just a no win. If it was like, if it was like a place in Orange, or some place where there are more black, well, they probably wouldn't be working there one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would be different. But because I was in like living like Madison, and I was <laughs> so far from home, and just so uncomfortable, like regardless for my four years, I, I never really went into town. Mm-hmm. Why would I? Like, why would I, what would I say? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? This like, is you already feel like you don't belong. They are, it's a Republican stronghold. So they're very, oh. they're very conservative up there because they're rich and they got their money. Um, when Cory Booker was running for like the special seat, there was like this, the Tea Party guy running against him. They had signs mm-hmm. for him up there. And I was just like, what? I mean, that's like Wayne too. Like, it's always those towns that have Trump signs. That's why they always get like, like oh boy. Well, I'm not going to say that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to catch myself. Um, but yeah, it's just like that, that was definitely one thing I hated and I still hate. I remember growing up, oh, this is like a really big one. Growing up, living in a majority, we talked about this before, living in a majority black town where people like around you are black. My father would always like chastise me, take your hood off when you go into a store, take your hood off when you go into a store. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I used to actually complain because like they used to talk about race all the time. Which is actually different from most Caribbean people. Mm-hmm. Like most like West Indians are like, oh, you you could do whatever you're in America. You're not like African Americans and whatever. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, nope, you black, so they can treat you like you black because it and, is, That's... and it's true. I didn't understand at the time until I went to college, and I was talking like uh, we had this like freshman seminar class mm-hmm. that we had to do, and we we had to read. This is like my first interaction talking about race with white people, and it was so interesting. And so eye-opening. We had to read these books. It was like a servant, because I was like a civic scholar. And mm-hmm. we had to read these articles about being community service and being involved civically. And this one was more about race. Right. So, of course, there were like me and two black girls. And then the Arthurian woman, mm-hmm. which is a thing. So, thing. that's like a context. Because if you, people know people from Argentina, tend to be white. Spanish-speaking people. Yeah, white passing. Pretty white. That's one. Oh, that's. I. I feel like that's another topic. <laughs> white passing, white black magician. people, or people of color, and like, they they're only a person of color when it's convenient. Yeah, we got that. Have that it. is that's a episode. Diff- that right is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that. Oh boy, that gets on my nerves. Um. So if y'all listening, y'all want to chime in on that episode. Send us your comments about that. But we were talking about race. Everyone else was like shutting it down. And it was weird because they were like, oh yeah, this isn't happening. Why are we talking about this? This is da da da. Like all the comments you see now online about like talking about it makes it worse and everything. Like that was what was going on in that class. And I remember when I said the thing about my dad making me take off my hood, everyone was like, wow, oh my gosh. Right. And then me and the other two black girls were like literally out there like, da 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 da. No, this is what's going on. We're black and this is what's like. And this is before. For me, like, my big awakening was, like, Trayvon Martin and all that when I really mm-hmm. got, like, super. And I was, like, studying Pan-Af, not yet, but, like, I was aware of, like, racial issues. But mm-hmm. it wasn't until, like, to Trayvon Martin. I didn't really feel it until, like, I, like, I felt it in Bloomfield a little bit because I felt like Bloomfield College definitely had a lot of people of color. Mm-hmm. So, like, but once you go into the town, like, mm-hmm. you see people kind of treat you differently. Bluefield's more black now. Now, I don't know about back then, but, like, 
I remember I'm walking down the street with my friend mm. and we wanted to ask this guy something and he looked at us like he was so scared and that. walked away, like just ran away at that point. I'm like, I, what? I was so confused. I'm like, is this man racist? So go to William Patterson and there's definitely racist people. Mm. I'm like, I remember in one of the dorms, they had like a Confederate flag like oh, on their no. window. I said, Oh my God! Cause some some ways to take this shit down. Uh oh. Nope. Mm-hmm. Just like it. Here's another one. When the uh, when they had like a a blackout, like a um, like That's a protest. Oh. There was a protest, and like you know, there was laying on the ground pretending to you know. Oh, and that person walked through. Yes, like that still bothers me to this day. Something should trip him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's. So like I would have grabbed that nigga's ankle like bitch. Like, what are you how doing? How dare you? How fucking dare you? No, because and that's a thing. Somebody like, should have been in the way. You should have walked the fuck around. That's an episode. Being black at college. Oh god. <laughs> so send us your comments on that too. We're like writing down episodes as they come to us because it was like ridiculous. Um, I remember my first like aside from the class, I went. There was like a job opening in town at like this little museum, mm-hmm. and I went to like the career center to talk to people about it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm looking into this job." And the woman that worked there, she didn't work like I didn't meet any of the other people that I ended up knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like a secretary. She was like, "Oh yeah, why don't you come in tomorrow for a mock interview?" And I'm like, "Okay, great." Before I leave, left, she's like, "Do you own a belt?" I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Do you own a belt?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Walk outside. I realized what she was trying to say. Because, mm-hmm. like, all black men sag their pants. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was, like, so, uh, I was so furious. And I went to talk to my other friend and her roommate. My black friend, she was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Why'd she say that? She from the work, too. Mm-hmm. And then her roommate was like, oh, yeah, your pants are kind of down. I'm like, Ugh. Get out of here. Like, Me? Knock him on. Don't even go that low. <laughs> right. So it was just, like, so crazy um, to have to deal with that. And dealing with also, like, the students that are just so oblivious. I remember, yeah, it was, it's, it was just like posting. I remember when I became like a, I used it to my advantage, became an RA my sophomore year. And like some of the students, the freshmen were like talking. And I was like, do you guys have something to add? And like, they were like kind of scared of me. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was because I was an RA. I don't have too much fun. Huh? <laughs> I don't have too much fun being an RA. <laughs> well, I think it was... it's, it's not meant for me. Because I, I tried. And I nearly got it in Bloomfield. <laughs> nearly. But you know what? I had to be, you know, I had to be black. I had to be my stereotype. And I was late to the interview. And I did the interview so well. They said, you did everything great. You was just late. Honestly. It's... I was my, I was my stereotype that day. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about it. Like, people said they were scared of me. When I talked to them later, they were like, oh, yeah, we were scared of you. You kind of seems kind of rough around the edges. Like rough How are you? I, I How was Kamani? I have no Gibson. idea. Rough around edges. Or like kind of thuggish. You, it's just because you're black. Right. So it was just like, you wouldn't meet that many black people, have you? Because you, me, <laughs> you, would, you would know. <laughs> Compare me to someone in Newark. Compare me to somebody I went to high school with. <laughs> and you'd know. You'd know the truth. This is not... This don't make no sense. <laughs> but it's like all of that. Even like, so that was like college, but now I just, like, especially in New York, I don't like walking behind, especially like white women or white people. Mm-hmm. 
I just like walking past them because then they get like I do it. We I think we all do it when we see someone following too closely. But they like I could be like down the block and they see me. And they <laughs> they're like, clutching their purse. Like, like clutching their purse, getting all fidgety. And I'm just like, and sometimes I just want to say like, you ain't got nothing I want to steal. Hello, <laughs> I got my own money. <laughs> but then that will cause more problems. Like sometimes I feel like that will cause more problems because then they'll probably either be a white liberal person I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm so sorry, and then they want to cry. Or then they're like, ah, no, 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 I've been robbed before, blah, 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 all this stuff. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Well, the stereotypes that um, that people think that we are, but we really don't do that. You think Jamaicans all work 15 huh? million jobs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have not one job. <laughs> so. But you living. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Kamani does it, to be honest, but... He does it. But, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, they're yeah. just... I think, like, for one, the whole uh, danger thing is, like, one that's, like, pervading. Because, mm-hmm. like... I keep saying like a lot. <laughs> but a lot of people yeah. use that to, like, discriminate against black people. Mm-hmm. Those That's why black parties got shut down first. That's why we had all these extra restrictions put on us for who we can invite over for club like like party events while mm-hmm. everyone else could just invite whoever they wanted to um because there's this fear like i think i mentioned this in an earlier episode about the then director of public safety sending out a terrible email saying that there are these mis- suspicious black men found on campus oh. if anyone have any information please contact us i'm like but there's so many uh, black men. Like, there's not so many, but there's enough that someone will be like, I've never seen that nigga before. I'm like, he's over there. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could also say, like, um, just black people being lazy or mm-hmm. we all on food stamps right. and on welfare, Section 8. Like, I had this experience where I, I was heading to Penn Station. I was mm-hmm. on a corner, like, waiting for the bus and like I guess the person was trying to get people to sign up for that government phone Mm -hmm. and like the first thing he asked me was like are you on like food stamps or welfare I'm like well no like I feel like if you're trying to like get yeah like yeah trying to sign people up for the government phone but I'm like okay now look your approach is really kind of wrong right Mm -hmm. now like I know you're trying to sign people up but do not come up to me and ask me are you on food stamps and if I was, that's really like personal. personal. Like, I I felt really funny. I'm like, mm-hmm. did you just go around asking black yeah, folks they own food stamps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> go do that. Go do that in the white neighborhood. Right. Like, don't come here. I, not everyone in Newark is on food stamps. Right. I I pay. I I, I do everything. Mm-hmm. I don't really have no help from the government. Right. So. And like the whole lazy thing is such a thing. Because people will treat you differently, like in school or whatever, if they think you're just not as committed. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it, and I'm like sometimes we also internalize it as other black people. We internalize these negative stereotypes. There was this one guy who I he used to come to class and he used to, he used to be late. And he never used to. This is like my freshman year, mm-hmm. and he never used to like take notes or anything I'm like why is he doing this why is he like not taking notes and it was like African American history and I was like da, 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 da. come to find out later he had a bunch of stuff going on in his life mm-hmm. that was just 
and they're making it hard for them to deal with school. Mm-hmm. And I think if I was doing it, I was like, damn, I feel bad. So I had to like check myself. Mm-hmm. But imagine what some of the white students were feeling. Yeah. And then if you look at what they were doing, a lot of them were late doing all this crazy stuff. That's they, what they're the one. Hello, how, how about to really cheat? Right. <laughs> they they told me how to cheat. <laughs> okay. They told no, me how to like, cheat. It's like just a whole different set of sta- different set of rules. Mm-hmm. We and it's like you had to be twice as good to get half as much. It's so true. Like that whole Olivia Pope speech, the Papa Pope speech. Mm-hmm. Like it's so true. I have to do so much just to be just to scrape by. Yeah, you're even at the top of the food chain, right? Um, and it can be taken away so quickly. And oh, the angry black man, angry black woman stereotype. I'm barely like that, even angry. I'm like the the really. I'm so laid back. Like people, are like yo, you don't even get angry. Like I'm not argue, but like I don't. I'm not an angry black woman. <laughs> I have anger, surprisingly. <laughs> right? Anger is surprised. No, like everybody has anger, but like no, I, I don't walk around angry, mad at the world. Oh, I don't like this man. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the black man, or you know mm-hmm. this. And, no, I'm just really, just really laid back. I, I, that's commendable because I live, like I do get angry, but because I used to get, I only get angry in home in the house. <laughs> so only people that live with me, so my family, know I get angry because I had to be conditioned mm-hmm. to not like <sighs> in public. So I think sometimes, especially when I was younger, I was a very emotional kid, like crying at school. Mm-hmm. I remember we got detention in sixth grade and I cried because it was not my fault and I was like so frustrated mm-hmm. because I'm like, they're going to think I did, like in my mind, it was like, they're going to think I did something and blah, blah, blah. My parents, but it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. They just gave out, I hated that corporal punishment though. So like, because mm. they just punished the entire class and I'm like, this doesn't do anything. See, and that's, that's that should be a topic. The way public schools in an urban setting mm. is so much different and the punishment is much right. more worse than one in a suburban setting. Like, definitely different. Yeah, it was, we don't even have the same resources. Right. And you're like saying like, oh no, you did this, blah, blah, blah. All of you are... I remember one time, <laughs> this is like a sidebar, but the principal, something happened at our <laughs> lunch period and she threatened to get rid of our prom. We were juniors. It's like, if the class of 2010 doesn't get it together, you will not have a prom next year. I'm like, what? How are you going to do that? Like, I'm in my <laughs> class right now. <laughs> Here are you on the intercom. How are you just take away my prom? Right, my prom. <laughs> um, but I think, so, are there any, there's no such thing, but are there any good stereotypes that you think? Gosh, like, I feel like we just have the worst stereotypes. We do, because. What, Asians, they stereotypes of being smart, like. But then that blackness is universal. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> but like, who wanna wanna have like a smart stereotype? Mm-hmm. Like, although it puts a lot of pressure on them to put themselves on that high standard, mm-hmm. but not all black people can dance. That's true. I mean, oh. shit, we do have rhythm though. No, yeah, we do. We no, do. Not, not all. And not all of us can play basketball. That yeah. was the thing in college. We are all not athletic. Like that was the thing. Like. Like we are all, yeah, I said it right. I'm British. I don't think I don't remember. Probably happens if someone asks me if I play basketball at Jewish. I'm like, no. What? what? <laughs> there, like there are so many comments on microaggressions that you just like forget. But I'm pretty sure because I was relatively tall. 
Um, or played something. You never know. I'm just, I don't uh, know. I just wasn't, can't. I'm just not a, I, first of all, I'm like a really like lazy when it comes to moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a gym membership that I don't even like barely oh, use. You need to just get your money back. I just gotta get my life back. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is too much. But I'm eventually I'll go to the gym. Because I really do want to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we've reached to the end. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, hmm. Any other stereotypes? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any else. So do you have any recommendations? Recommendations? Do you want me to go first? <laughs> you know I never have a recommendation. <laughs> yeah, definitely go first. Uh, so what I'm going to recommend is... What am I recommending? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also out. Damn, I feel like... Oh, okay. So I just started... Isn't like By the time this airs, it should be a few months out. And I know some people are like... Not it doesn't have the best reviews, but if you're like not a super big gamer, I'm playing Ages of Mayhem, and I thought it was pretty cool so far because it's like it's kind of like this spy organization, but it's also like a part cartoon thing, which I really like because I've been looking for more adult mm-hmm. cartoons because I there's none on TV. So like Castlevania, I recommended a few episodes ago was mm-hmm. really good because that was like super brutal and like adult, and then ever since like Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Avatar. Mm-hmm. came off TV, there's nothing, and Young Justice, there's nothing for me to watch that's, like, not mm-hmm. real people and dramatic and not animated. So, the Agents of Mayhem, I think it's pretty fun. If you're not, like, a super big gamer, also, I'm going to recommend, again, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links game on <laughs> on your mobile. It is so addictive. I took that game off. It's taking it, too much space. It is so <laughs> addictive. I play it every day since January. I spent a lot of money on it, but you don't have to spend money. You just have to save up. But I've spent a lot. But it's so good. So yeah, those are my recommendations. My recommendations, um, if you're like a anime person, right now I'm watching um, My Hair um, Academia. I heard about that. Is it good? It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. It's like um, it's like a kid who didn't have a quirk. Like you have people that were born with quirks. It's just like different like mutations, mm-hmm. different like powers, and like he always wanted to be uh, a superhero. He mm-hmm. wants to be a hero, and like he always look up to this um, superhero. Like he's probably like the best superhero there, mm-hmm. called All Might, and like he just don't have his he don't have a quirk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, he still wants to go to hero school and learn how to do things. And it's just, just seeing him move through the school and how he interacted with the classmates, the who taught him different, like, ideas and lessons. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really, it's really cool. And um, another one that I'm watching, it's um, Assassination Classroom. <laughs> Why do a lot of animes have to do with school? I don't know. That should be a research topic. <laughs> <laughs> but like Assassination Classroom is like it's lit. It's really lit. Like <laughs> the teacher is octopus, a yellow octopus, and what? He's a yellow octopus. 
he somehow he's like so fast he could like he could cut off like his like loosey jello arms and it'll roll back <laughs> like tentacles and like what he did he was so powerful that he kind of destroyed the moon to okay. where it's just a crescent left but now he's a teacher no what he, what he's planning to do is destroy the earth but in his request with the uh, government they was like okay well he said I before I destroy the earth I want to teach a classroom of children which which I haven't even got to the point of why he wants to do it which is going to come up eventually but like the kids in the classroom have to try to kill him before that time comes. Oh, really? Yeah, so like he's teaching class and they're throwing knives and like Is shooing like him an up. Alien? I don't I don't know. They I ain't get to that part yet. Interesting. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's it's really interesting. Interesting. I might need to check it out. Now I haven't watched anime since like whatever, the early two thousands. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of anime out there, there so it's just like, you know... Don't you have to pay to watch them? Uh, well, I watch it on Hulu. No, I don't have Hulu. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's some on Netflix. Okay. Well, anyways, this has been another episode of Drinking With Words. We want to thank you all for joining us again. Um, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter. At Facebook, we're at Drinking With Words. Facebook... <laughs> not Facebook yet. Drink... <laughs> Oh Twitter, I can't speak, is drinking W Blurs, and we have a blog, drinkingwithblurs.com, mm-hmm. where we post updates and like supplemental information. And don't forget, Wine Wednesdays, um, the Spotify playlist that Shannon curates herself. So, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next time. Thanks. Bye.